my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I am sending you so much positivity and abundance and love and support and comfort wherever you are in the world. Just want you to know that you are loved, that you're special, that you are valuable, and you deserve all the good things. So for this week's podcast episode, I have another student testimonial. And this one is a real pleasure because I have, and they're all real pleasures, but my student for today, she is a storyteller. She is someone who is just built to inspire and encourage women, um, encourage other people. But I just feel like, you know, she just has a gift around, you know, the women in our community. Um, she has a gift that even me, when I'm listening to her, I'm like, this girl can talk about bubble gum. And I'm like, yes, like give me a message, teach me about life. I know I'm the coach, but I love it. And so, um, we are in our final few weeks of enrolling in the recovery school. So you've heard me talk about, um, our coaching program. So all the things that I teach here, every single smaller program, every single bigger event, everything, all roads lead to the recovery school. This is how I help women transform their relationships with romantic partners, with family, with friendships, and most most importantly, the relationship with themselves. And it is really a journey for the women who are able to participate or who choose to participate. And so with that being our last chance before the end of the year, because we start in January, we've been building up for our next cohort. I really wanted you to hear from someone who will inspire you, like no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, for her to be able to talk about her own strength, hope, and and change that I know it will, will relate to everyone who's listening. If you are interested in this podcast, I know that what she has to share is going to touch you. So I'm going to let Rolanda tell her story. I'm going to let her talk about her experience. I'm going to let her share what has worked for her. Um, she is so, <laughs> she was so generous to do this um, interview on her birthday. Even when I tried to move it, she's like, no, like this is how I want to celebrate my. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.
day because of the growth, because of the change. And she didn't use this word, but the reclamation. So the reclaiming of things that have been lost and taken from her, that she had gained them once again. So without further ado, here is Rolanda talking about her story and her change and her growth. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just really like bubbling over with like energy right now. Just, yeah, it's a great start to a great day. And I'm just really grateful to be here right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm so happy to have you. So today on the podcast, I have my student, Rolanda. Hey, Rolanda. Hey, Sheena. I am overjoyed to have you today, especially knowing that today is your birthday, girl. Hey, yes, it's the birthday. Turn up season. I'm so happy um, that you are allowing me to celebrate today with you, celebrate your progress, celebrate who you are, um, and just share with us your journey. Thank you so much for having me. I am... I am so excited to be here on my birthday. I think just getting the opportunity to reflect and to see how far I've come. And I always enjoy like our time together. I feel like the vibe and the energy is always great. And so this is like a perfect way to start off my birthday. So thank you for even just making this available. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, so let's just jump in with the basics. How about our audience a little bit about you sure sure okay so yeah today is my birthday and I am 38 today um I am a recovering love avoidance and um I am amazed that I can say that with so much pride like I am recovering um yeah I have dealt with you know having an intimacy disorder and even before I had the language right to know what that was um, I was aware that that was an area of my life that I was struggling with and so I I would say I focused a lot of my time and attention in being like a high achiever in every other area because I knew okay relationships not my strength not my gift but I'm going to show up (laughs) when it comes to these other areas. So in terms of like education and career and, you know, travel and physical fitness, like I feel like I just really pushed myself super hard and was able to achieve a lot in those areas. And, um, you know, was kind of like a perfectionist, that type A, that, uh, I've got to do it all. There's 24 hours in this day. Let me figure out how we're going to make it work. Um, kind of a little bit of a workaholic, right? And I, I think, you know, trying to compensate um, a little bit for, for that other area of my life that I, I couldn't quite get squared away. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think a lot of people can relate to that, especially as, um, you know, Black women, like just going hard, um, high achieving, being really tough on myself. Um, I, I think that kind of paints a picture of, of you know, who I was, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So are those the reasons or just a couple of those reasons why you decided to join our program? 
what what was kind of the turning point for you? Um, okay, so I should also mention that I love to learn and I, I love to grow. Um, I'm like always trying to challenge myself. And so the self-help genre is like my playground. I love me some self-help. I will read all the books. I'm in the workshops. I'm doing like <laughs> all, all this stuff to try and make myself better constantly. And um, I was listening, of course, to like your podcast and I was like, oh, this is dropping gems. Like this is really making sense. This is really good stuff. Um, and I, I felt like I was like in a really good place in life. And, you know, I was like, let me start trying to date again. And I was uh, dating this, this gentleman and things were pretty good at first, but then I started to run into you know some recurring patterns where I was feeling like super anxious and just I could feel like the quality of like my mental health kind of going down and so um, I was listening to the podcast and was just thinking okay I think I need more I, I think I need some help right now uh, as I was you know dating this person and so that's what really prompted me to sign up for the the course right and that was like a year ago and so what happened you know the the relationship with this individual um continued to go south and and did not last and i think you know as i kind of moved out of that situation out of that relationship i kind of started questioning you know do i even want to have a relationship do i want to go back through this again and some of my um drive and motivation and interest um in, in kind of doing the work kind of started to plummet and what brought me back to really connect and really go all in was that you know so you know i ended things with this um individual and I started saying, well, you know, what? I'm going to focus on me. I'm, <laughs> there's so many other elements of life. Like I want to dive into like my passions and I want to do the things that bring me joy and focus on that. And, you know, if this other stuff comes together later in life, so be it. And so again, I, I love learning. I love a workshop. And so I also love writing and I was, you know, like, okay, let's dive into this writing again and let's, you know, go to these workshops and what i was finding was that i would go to these workshops i was writing on my own i really enjoyed the process but it was like i had this huge hurdle and this barrier when it came to sharing like to actually sharing my writing there was this like i couldn't get over it i couldn't um get to the point where i was comfortable or free to be able to do that right and so i would be in these workshops and people were like oh my gosh you should share this like this is great i was getting all this positive affirmation and i just couldn't understand what the hang-up was and then it was like one day it clicked and i, I think it's because i went to a yoga class right and the yoga teacher she had shared this concept about like who you are on the yoga mat is who you are in life meaning like the way that you act the way that you behave in this one atmosphere is how you're showing up every place else and what i started to realize is like this moment is like oh my writing my ability to creatively express myself to share to connect 
is, you know, being um, inhibited. Like I, I'm struggling in this area the same way that I struggle in like romantic relationships. And I think once I made that connection, I was like, oh no, 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 no. We, we need to go. And I think that was just the motivation that I needed to come back and do the work. That's amazing. That is so amazing. Okay, so let's tease <laughs> apart this story a little bit more because you're right. Like you bought the program, um, enrolled in the program, I should say, a year ago, right? And what I remember started off, like came to a couple of our calls and like kind of slowly like Peter <laughs> for, for a little bit. And so what was that because you were so focused on the relationship? Was there something in the program that like made it hard to do both or was your attention just um, diverted? Like what happened there for you? Yeah, that's such a good question. So, uh, you know, full transparency, right? Full honesty. It's like, it was scary, right? It wasn't even about, you know, attention being diverted because one thing I know about myself, like if I put my mind to something, we can get it done, right? We can make it happen. What happened for me though, is that the program is real, okay? <laughs> the program is going to get in your grits and, and just really get in there and shake stuff up. And so that was pushing me outside of my comfort zone. And I, I love the way that you have like, you know, the, the program set up now, right? Because <laughs> I can appreciate it now. But you know your audience, you know who is coming to you and who needs your support and help. Because even in the lessons and the modules and all the materials and even in talking with you, what you said was don't deviate. Like, don't, I know you're going to want to, you know, try and do this on your own in your own way. Right. And so like, there's some level where I had to embrace, like, that's my ego, right? Feeling like, oh, I can figure it out, or I can take this part and not do this part, and I'm a, I'm a mix and mingle, right? <laughs> I'm gonna do the part that feels good, which is like, I'll, I'll do a lesson, a worksheet, I'll do all that part all day. But this idea of connecting to strangers and telling them my business, uh, ma'am. <laughs> and so, I, I was really hesitant about probably the most important piece of the journey for me, right? And that was, you know, connecting and sharing and being like vulnerable and, and transparent and real about what was happening in my life. Like that was such, um, just such a different skill that... Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize it was a skill. And I didn't realize it was a skill that I didn't have, right? So my, my normal patterns of avoidance started to come up, right? And so then every other excuse in the book was, was a legitimate excuse. Like, oh yeah, I'm busy. And I mean, do I really even wanna do this? I don't even know if I want a relationship. And uh, you know what? I think we're doing good. Look at us. <laughs> I'm feeling better. <laughs> we're okay, right? And so then it just kind of like, Slip further and further down the priority list. And I, I think that just comes with, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ready in that moment. I wasn't ready to face what I needed to face and to do the work, right? But it was still so beneficial because it planted a seed, right? And so when I, when I was ready, I knew where to come. 
And I, I knew that the second time for coming around, I was like, ah, okay, I'm going to have to be extra intentional about showing up and, and, and being accountable in the little things. Right. So even when, you know, I didn't necessarily have in my mind something to say or something profound that I wanted to, you know, share. I was like, you're going to share, you're going to come, you're going to be present and you're going to, you're going to be there. Um, and you're going to commit to this. And that I think was like game changer, just an absolute game changer because really your program is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. When executed as you designed it it's yeah I'm not I'm not gonna give away the secrets but I'm gonna say it's brilliant <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> when, when you actually do it as you have laid it out for sure well thank you for that um I really want to give kudos to you though and I want to highlight something you're, you're hinting on or, or touching on which is just how scary the change process is. And I do know what it's like. I've been there. Um, I've been there. I've led other women through it, but also just like getting so close to, um, so let me say this. It's scary and facing your demons kind of thing and like seeing what's underneath the pain, but it's also scary this prospect of what if I actually do this work and I open this door to get what I want and it's either there or it's not as good as I thought it was or I do this work and it still doesn't work out for me and just like that that internal um negative core belief that I'm not enough or these things are only available for people who aren't me so there's like all these thoughts that come up and so that's why I try really hard in my programs and in podcast and then everything that I put out to say you're exactly where you're supposed to be it's okay to take your time there's no such thing as lost time or mistakes that um, aren't just moments of experience for you to build on like you coming in needed that time of being distracted or um making the excuses or living in your ego to see what your pattern was. And that's what has helped you make all the changes and make the transformation that you've had so far. That's where you actually learned why was it hard for you to share and to put words to it, you know? And so I think, I think what's so important for women to, re to, to realize is that we can normalize the hard things that we don't have to as a deficit or as proof that there's something wrong with me or you know this is why my life is the way it is because I just can't push through it no there's a real reason why you can't push through it there are legitimate feelings and we need to look at and honor and work through right 100% I mean you nailed it you nailed it because I really did have that deep-seated feeling that something was broken within me that something is wrong with me that's why this is hard this is this is why I'm struggling in this area and instead of facing that fear in that moment I just wasn't you know ready to look at that I was like well let's go to areas where I don't feel this way <laughs> Let, let's transition yeah. to a space where I don't feel as broken instead of really unpacking there's nothing wrong with me. I am not broken. Like I, this is life. This is normal. And, and 
when I can look back at like the trauma and the journey that I've been on, it makes absolute sense, like what I'm doing and how I'm operating in the world. And I think having that affirmation from you and through the program and seeing like, oh, I'm not broken. Like, this is not crazy just because everyone else might not be presenting in the same way talking about like in my, you know, circles or in, in the world that I live in, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. And I think the word that you gave normalized, like you have normalized um, so much of my experience. And I think that that really has been huge for me understanding that I am whole, that I am complete, that, you know, me striving for perfection in these other areas to compensate for me feeling like I'm less than or broken in this one area is unnecessary. And honestly, I feel like, <laughs> I remember, I know like, you know, early on, we, we definitely talked about, I was exhausted. I was so tired. I was so tired. And mm -hmm. I can feel that difference now because I don't have to put in that much energy and that much work and that much effort. It's, it's just being able to accept myself as I am and know I, I'm not broken. Like, no, mm -hmm. I have to remind myself every day, but <laughs> it's like, you're, you're not, you're not broken. This is exactly where you're supposed to be. This is exactly how it was supposed to unfold. And I do feel that, you know, you planted those seeds, you said those things, they, they were there, but I, it took that time for, for those seeds to like start to grow. And so now I feel like it's moving fast, like super fast. I'm like, oh, this is some exponential growth in like a very short time period. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, there's weeks that you'll, when you're, you're updating me, I'm like, dang girl, And <laughs> <laughs> what to who? So that's why you joined the program, the, a bit of what life was like before. So let's talk a little bit more about this transformation that you, you've had. What could you do now that you couldn't do before? What's different? Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's first give a shout out uh, to this moment right now. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you what I would not do. I would not be on your podcast telling people my business. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> let, let me share yeah. with the world with my real name. Hold on now. Like, let me, let me tell the world. <laughs> uh -huh. let, yeah. let me, let me explain. Cause here's the thing. Like, you know, I am, um, for my profession and my job, like, you know, I have to show up, you know, I have to speak in front of people, I have to uh, present. And so that that's not necessarily the fear of the issue, right? Because what I started to realize when I walk into those spaces, and, and when I show up in the world, like, there's a certain level where I'm wearing a mask, right? Like, it's, it's almost like a role that I'm playing. And so having that freedom to be myself, and to embrace that there is a real self that is separate from the roles that I'm playing and trying to work towards aligning those, like allowing my full real self to show up and be present 
and be allowed to be present in more spaces, that's not something that I felt free enough to do before, right? There was just so much like fear and, um, you know, oh, I'll be rejected, I'll be abandoned, I'll be, you know, I'll lose the, the certain privileges that I've been given. Like there, that, that's, that's not a freedom that's for me. That's a freedom that's for other people, right? This other in my mind. And being able to just be myself um, that, it, and, and it's not all the time every day, right? It's a work in progress, but I can see that I'm giving myself permission to be myself more in more spaces. I'm giving myself permission to use my voice and to tell my story, like for real though, right? Like not the prettied up, gussied up version that ends with like, and look, yay, I win at the end, right? It's like, no, here's like the real, it's messy. And, and that's what it was in my writing, right? Like when I would write, because it was that, that process of like, you pour your heart out on the page. I loved it, right? There was this feeling of like, man, I, I am connecting to my purpose, to who I really am. Like this feels so right. The issue was like, uh, I'm gonna share this with somebody now. Mm, not so much. And so, yeah, I feel like now I'm on that journey of, of being able to share myself, be, being able to be comfortable with myself and being like, yeah, myself, we're pretty great. I'm, I'm cool with this and genuinely meaning it. Not like in that, yay, I'm a fabulous person, but <laughs> you know, we say that, yeah, I'm the best, I'm great, I'm this, I'm that, but really meaning it and saying, yeah, even when I mess up, still great. Even when I fall short, even when I don't know, still fantastic, um, still worthy, still deserving. And so, yeah, giving myself permission to show up, giving myself permission to come on your platform right now and say, we're going to go with the flow and whatever is said is said. And, you know, <laughs> however I show up is how I show up. And that's good enough that's that's a whole new space for me and by the way you talk about how much time is saved listen if if this were to be in the past you know I would put so much energy into practicing and orchestrating and like where are my notes and where's my this where's my that all that time listen last night I was listening I was watching uh girlfriends uh reruns and <laughs> and felt great about it right like I get to reclaim more of my time and um yeah, that's, that's just so different than the way that I was operating and existing before. Mm, I love that so much, Rolanda. Ah, Gina! <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, when I think about time, just me personally, I spent, what reinforced the feeling that there was something wrong with me is that I could see how many things in my life were going so well. All the stuff that you listed, thriving in your career, thriving in your community, thriving in travel and in your hobbies, right? But still having this inner ache of like something's missing and then wondering, okay, what is so broken in me that I can't always feel the way that I'm supposed to feel, like to think and truly believe that I'm great. And so to be able to tap into that, when I hear you say that you tapped into that to where now you're inside how you feel about yourself on the end 
matches how wonderfully you've presented on the outside and it's not an overcompensation thing it's just an extension of just the the abundance you have on the inside it's just I love it I love to see it it's great yay <laughs> I gotta say I'm, I'm happy to feel it I'm happy to feel it. and I'm I'm truly and I know we, I've said this to you before but I am so grateful to you like real talk real talk real talk I um I could have went my entire life feeling broken like that right and the thing is it's like that I was so embarrassed about feeling broken right so I didn't feel free to like tell that many people or to ask for help and if I did tell people it, it no fault of their own right but if if they haven't experienced it they, they might not get it right like it's it's like they're trying to provide guidance and insight on a topic that they're just not as informed on like I'm not I'm, I'm living it and I wasn't informed on it right so I was just I feel like struggling alone I was struggling alone. Let's not feel like I, I was <laughs> struggling mm -hmm. alone. And I'll say this, watching you, working with you, being in your presence, seeing the community and the, the, the programming that you've created, I am so like inspired and I admire you so much because I know that you're walking in your purpose, right? Like I without question know that this is what you were put on this earth to do i'm sure you've been put on this earth to do many many things but i know for certain that this is one of them right because i again i could have gone my entire life not being able to get to even the moment that i'm in right now and i know that this is like the beginning right like there's there's so much more of my journey to come and so you know, sometimes like, like at the beginning, I mentioned my age because I, I think it's important to highlight like, yes, I'm 38. Yeah. So, so we rock for 38 years like this and this other way of being and something that you had said in one of our calls that I, I journal about it. I write it down. I like, it'll be like my uh, intention for the day to remember is like, this is my act too, right? This is the second act. Like this play is not over. And I get to create and design and walk in my second act in a completely different way. And I just feel like incredibly grateful to you because I don't know how else I'd had access to these tools, right? And it's not just the tools. Cause like, I'm, I'm, again, I love to read. I love a workshop. I look like I, <laughs> it's not just the tools. It's the tools in combination with the entire program. It's, it's in combination with the support from you and with my fellow sisters in the program and the combination of seeing other people in their transformation, right. And practicing really it's practicing intimacy in a very safe way. Um, seeing it modeled, right? I didn't see this stuff modeled growing up. So it's, it's like reading it on paper. I don't really fully get what it means, right? But when you're experiencing it, when, when it's happening for you, it's like aha moments left and right. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. Um, and so I, I, I honor you and I am so grateful, um, for you. I feel like I just went on a tangent right there, but like, seriously, I, um, I know that you have, um, 
changed my life and the trajectory of where I'm going. And so, yeah, for that, I'm like eternally grateful. I, I do. Yeah. I love you, girl. Well, ah. I hope that you're giving yourself about the, the majority of that praise because you're the one who's shown up and done the work, right? Like it doesn't matter if anyone gives you the tools and makes themselves available. Like you have to be the one who, who does it. And so you've done it. So um, you made a big statement. So I just want to double back there and um, saying that, you know, you didn't have the tools or the access to the tools before. And one of the questions that I get a lot from people is the difference between this program and therapy. Um, mm. And is this a replacement for therapy? Is this a supplement to therapy? Um, is this supposed to fix everything? So would love if you could talk about your experience with therapy and this is different um, if you have been to therapy and just things like that. Oh, absolutely. So I will say, yes, I am a huge advocate of therapy. And I, I went, to, I started going to therapy um, in, gosh, so many years ago. Um, it was 2000 and. 14, no, no, sorry, 2015. And so I, I'll tell you, I was deployed to Afghanistan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the Navy and so, you know, served in a war zone. Um, that was its own experience. Um, I came back, right? And um, again, just moving, 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 not stopping to process and, and, and to, to really unpack things, decided to go on a missions trip right? Served for an entire year abroad in like really austere conditions, um, continent hopping, right? Going from place to place. Um, and so that was its own um, experience, right? And so all of this was back to back. Um, it's its own process. I'm, I'm on this, you know, missions trip. And then I realize and, and have this eye-opening conclusion that, wow, I this, this religion that I thought I was connected to and have been involved with for the past 30 years no longer rings true for me. And so had like a crisis of faith and really um, had to unpack and process that. And then um, my uh, stepmother had a uh, major stroke um, and I became her uh, caregiver. And so after those events, which all of those three things occurred over, I would say, uh, a two-year period, um, it was time to go to therapy. Uh, it was, <laughs> I, I was in a space where I, again, my ego before that would not probably have allowed it, but then it got to a point where like, uh, either you go or we're not going to make it. And it was the best decision that I could have possibly made for myself, the best, because it began this conversation that I wasn't even willing to have, that I didn't even know needed to be had, right? Um, and so, you know, had been in therapy and, you know, was in therapy for a period of time, things, you know, would progress and get better. And, and you know, I had stopped going to therapy. Um, but, you know, I'm an advocate for therapy. I, I'm back in therapy now. I love it. Um, I feel like it's a time to, you know, concentrate solely on me, to, to talk freely, to, to 
hear things and see things from a blind spot from, you know, that, that I wouldn't be able to see on myself because I'm too close to it. I would say that um, the program with you is, it's not therapy. It is a different experience. And it, for me, it was an experience that was critical to have because you have an expertise in an area that, you know, I, I think is nuanced. I think dealing with people that have an intimacy disorder, dealing with women of color and being able to speak directly to my experience, being able to, um, you get it. Like you get it. And here's the thing. I'll talk to my homegirls. I love my homegirls to death and they love me to death. But there's certain things that they might not be able to understand because they haven't had the same trauma history that I've had. Right. And so mm -hmm. you understand that you get that. And I'll be honest, like this is its own issue for me. Like I have to unpack this <laughs> with like, it needs its own attention. It needs its own energy. It needs its own focus. And so, you know, in therapy, there's other things that I discuss. There's other things that I, I work on and that I'm thinking about, but um, in terms of, you know, working with the intimacy disorder and connecting with other people on on that particular topic getting practice on that particular topic um i i just see them as as just very different experiences and i i think you know you're very clear to to let us know that too right like i i see you know our relationship as you are a coach for me it's it's relationship coaching and as someone who understands like the value and like a coach like I've played sports and you know I I believe in like career coaches I believe like I, I believe in all the extra tools to set yourself up for a success so I, I do think that there is a um a difference between um therapy and and coaching and I, I know that there's like um you know lots of I would say uh, resources that break down and like the, the proper terminology, like what the differences are, but, but that's how I, I would say I, I see it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, thank you for validating the, the value in both um, because there's in no way that I want to ever discourage going to therapy or say, or, or bad mouth it, you know, especially because I've retained my license as a, and I still see the parents that are still in therapy with me because I am pro-therapy. However, I stopped taking therapy clients and I am full force into coaching because you're right, like love addiction, intimate disorders is nuance. Um, we need, sometimes we just need some direction and some steps to get us out of this. If you leave us up to just go by your feelings and just because it feels right we're going to keep repeating the same mistakes <laughs> because the past and the dysfunction has been normalized talking about normalized so we have to learn a different way and we we need a playbook to get out of it and so that's what i really hard to provide in my program. and so i really love seeing women get the results from it you you definitely give the the how to i think like when i 
I was thinking about this analogy and I hope it makes sense, right? Like I was thinking about like a Rubik's cube. Do you remember like Rubik's cubes? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried to do a Rubik's cube. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't know how you're supposed to like make this thing work, but basically, you know, it's a cube. It's got like these, it's supposed to have on each side, like be a full color. Um, and, and you're like shuffling and, and moving things to try and align all the colors on one side. Um, I know there's got to be like a science and some type of art or some, some way to make this thing work. And if you see somebody like, you know, using or doing the Rubik's Cube and, and they know what they're doing, they're like looking at it, they're focused, they're, you know, shuffling the, the sides and, and, you know, you, they start making progress and it's like, oh, wow, like, okay. And I feel like me, I'm, I didn't have like the understanding of what's going on with the Rubik's cube. Like, it's like, I don't get it. What, what are you moving? You're just shuffling pieces. And so, you know, somebody just telling me, just move the sides, just twist it, keep twisting, keep twisting. It's like, yeah, I'm twisting it and I'm not seeing any progress. I don't get what you're doing. And I think the way I see it is, you know, you coach us by explaining like, break it down. I need you to break it down to the simplest of levels. Like put the Rubik's cube in your left hand, <laughs> like mm -hmm. twist it with your right. Like, and, and you give us the reasons why, like, okay, this is why you're twisting it to the left. And now you're twisting it to the right. And this is why you have to align this section first. And now you have to align this section. And even though this part might not make sense, trust me, you have to do this too. And I think, you know, before I would pick up like a Rubik's cube and just be shuffling it, just moving it. I'll try for like five minutes and I'm like, forget it. This doesn't work. I can't do it. I'm done. And now I'm like realizing like, oh, you've got to take your time with this. You've got to move this side. You've got to move that side. Some of the times it doesn't make perfect sense, but now like I can see they're starting to be like more coordination of my colors. Like I'm starting to get, <laughs> I'm starting to get some of the sides that are, uh, you know, like, oh, this is working. I'm, I'm seeing progress. And so I do think you give us the how to, you give us the, not just, you need to do this. It's like, yeah, I know I need to do this. I just don't know how. Love it. So was, is there anything else you would want to say about your experience in the program? I know, I know you had mentioned earlier um, how, you know, you joined because of sharing, the idea of sharing in a group format. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I don't do individual sessions unless someone wants to book something um, outside for an additional investment, but the program is built to be in group, um, weekly group calls, in a group forum that we're sharing things because when we talk about healing intimacy, we need to be connected. We need to learn we're not alone. We need to see what it's like to, to be vulnerable and to have people still love us. And like me too, girl, and like cheer each other on um, and just, it's, it's a body, it's a body-based fear that we have. And so to be in community and sharing, it relieves that anxiety in our body. Every time we come to share is not as scary. That's just personally my belief. But to get back to my question, is there anything that you would um, share about your experience in the program that we haven't hit on? I think I would just, if, if, if there was somebody that was, you know, wondering or curious or thinking, is this something that's for me? 
I would just, you know, encourage, you know, anyone that, because I, I, I think of, we're all connected, right? Like, we're, we're all humans, we're all in this together. And I think about how that was and is me, the, the person that's listening to this podcast, that, that is me. That, that is me. And if I could give any advice to me, I would say that you're worth it. And if you take a small step towards showing up for yourself, I, I believe this, that the universe is going to um, take, you know, a step towards bringing you what you need. And so, you know, if this is an area and you're not sure and you're questioning and you're like, oh, is this for me? Is this going to serve me? Is this going to help me? I would say, take a step in that direction. Try it. What, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> the worst that can happen is that you can experience healing and you can experience freedom and you can experience a new possibility for yourself. Um, and you're worth it. And I think that was probably something that I would want to hear and would need to hear. Um, again, like I said, I, I'm talking to me. I'm, I'm talking to um, myself and saying like, you're totally worth it. The, and, and connect to the possibility of what can be for you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And just to add to that feedback for the older version of you or the younger version of you is you don't have to be perfect for you to get the change. Um, I think sometimes we inhibit our growth or we wait to start to do things for ourselves because we're like, well, let me, let me get myself right. Let me ensure <laughs> that I am going to enter this and do everything perfectly and come in with this room, um, that that's why you're joining the program. That's why you're out to, to help you get there. So to allow yourself to do it imperfectly, as hard as that might be, all you have to do is show up. As long as you show up for yourself, then everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like showing up, that's like the hardest part, but it's also like the easiest part. Because to your point, you don't have to be perfect. Like there's nothing that you have to be. You just have to be yourself. You just, and that's, I'm telling you, when I tell you there's so much time that I'm starting to save, there's so much energy that I'm getting back by just embracing that concept. Cause it's not just, again, like when you learn a concept in one area of your life, it overflows into these other areas. And so, you know, I'm realizing if I just show up, if I just take one step towards what I really want and I, Again, I don't have to know all the details. I don't have to know how to get to the end result. That stuff will come. Like that stuff will meet me. Um, but just just taking that first affirmative step of of, of showing up for yourself, um, it works. Like I don't know. It's it's such mm -hmm. a simple concept, but it's also so profound. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's also so deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's important, but you're right. It's nuanced. Once you get it, it's there. So but thank you so much for joining us today. This has been amazing. It's been a pleasure.
Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy our time together. I always enjoy talking with you. So thanks for letting me share. And yeah, I can't believe I just did this. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Good year. 30 is going to be a great year. Yes, yes. Yes, it will. Cheers to 38 out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. Didn't I tell you that Rolanda is an inspiration? She just has such a gift and I'm so grateful that she could share her story. Um, I really appreciated her talking about being a recovering avoidant. What does it look like for her to show up that it has been possible for her to not only get past those fears, but actually to have joy on the other side, right? Because a lot of times when it comes to us moving to a place of healing, even for things that are causing us distress and, and problems, there's still a part of us that cannot even fathom life being easier on the other side, that it just seems that we will have to kind of force ourselves to be happy, maybe because we're forcing ourselves to be happy in where we are right now. So just the concept that life could actually be easier is not tangible. Relatedly, for any of my ladies who are love avoidant, the idea that um, connecting to other people and being vulnerable and sharing who you are could actually provide pleasure is like what you smoke in. Like there's no way that that would ever be something that I would want to do, but it is possible. It is totally believable and plausible that all of your relationships can be rewired for good. That the way that you connect and the way that you seek interaction with people could be transformed so that you are attracted to and attracting healthy people so that you are no longer a cutoff queen, so that you are able to identify who are healthy people to share your life with instead of oversharing with the people who won't show up for you, for you to finally be able to put down boundaries with people who have seemed so imposing and scary your whole life, to get rid of those monsters and those shadows that have been in, in your closet and just keeping you stuck 
all the imposter syndrome, all of the self-doubt, all of the shame and regret over things that, that have happened before, it is possible for the needle to move and for the needle to move significantly in the direction that, that you want. And so I have these t- student testimonials for that reason. You know, I can, I can talk all day about what I share here and what I teach here and that our, our programs are built to be even more robust than what I can give on a 30 to 45 minute podcast and on a, you know, half page email newsletter, (laughs) even though, you know, I, I give as much as I, I can there, but there's just something about showing up and being led through it and having someone kind of challenge where you are to give you clear direction on what's the next possible step and alternative to help you get clear about the things that you don't know that you don't know. (laughs) And also at the same time, encourage you and pull you out of those, those old habits of feeling defeated before you even start. Right. Or just deflate it whenever you try to move and then it doesn't work out the way that you want to. And then you're just feel resigned to, to just take what you have to just settle for what you have. And I don't want you to have any of that in 2021. You know, many of you have been trying to do this on your own for a while. Maybe you are also someone who is in your, your millennial, and I've got to name a, name a number, your millennial, or you are a generation, um, what's it, what's before generation X, right? Um, or even a, a baby boomer. I've had several women who are, um, just run the gamut of ages in, in our programs. And so, For any woman that is like, I need 2021 to be different. Um, I need some kind of catalyst to actually help me put into place the things that I think that I know and to get me closer to make way for the things that I want. And this sounds like it might be it. I would love to have you in our coaching program. So we start um, on January 3rd. So Hopefully those, I know a lot of people sometimes binge and kind of like go back and make up for lost time. So anyone who is listening, who is ready to join us, you can go ahead and go to therecoveryschool.com and you can read over the program, see what it entails. And you can go ahead and automatically enroll and you would be set to join us in January. Um, You can also pre-enroll for April in case um, January is too quick of a turnaround for you. But you know that the beginning of the year, you know, you're going to be spring cleaning all these relationships, all this toxicity and all that other stuff. You can pre-enroll in April. And the benefit for women who pre-enroll, instead of you having to literally wait three to four months for you to even get started, is women who pre-enroll, you still get access to curriculum now. Um, You get access to special lessons and you still get access to a group coaching call with me every month um, and also um, a community. And so I'm actually recording this on the same day that we had our group call for pre-enrolled ladies and y'all. It's... (laughs) I sometimes I feel sad that I can't like, and I won't, but that I can't share just the majesty that happens in these group calls, everything from releasing built up trauma that is causing um, one person's body to be sick 
and us walking through that with her so that by the end she's smiling. Um, women working through feelings of, um, of just self-doubt of where they are right now um, in their life and getting to the other side of that and also feeling relief and joy and um, just very exuberant and purposed, right? And um, talking through um, relationships and whether or not someone is the right fit for them and how to have patience and grace for themselves where they are in the process. And for us to all be able to do that together it is, it is powerful, y'all. It is so, so powerful. And I just feel privileged to be able to lead women through that. And I would love for you to be a part of that. So again, whether or not you need to pre-enroll, um, just because of the turnaround time and the need to spread out your investment, or if you're like, nope, I am jumping right in. I am going to Join for January. I'm going to do what I need to do and and whatever you need. Um, we are here for that. So again, you can go to the recoveryschool.com in case you're like, I'm not gonna remember that. So I'm just gonna go to the website. That's totally fine. If you go to our main website, which is blackgirlsheal.org, you can click on work with us and it'll take you right to the recovery school. And also the first thing you see when you go to blackgirlsheal.org at the very top, it says enroll in the recovery school because doors are open now until New Year's Eve. So that's all I got for you. I hope to see y'all in the cohort next week's episode. I have been... I have been wanting to record this since October and I'm not going to tell you what the topic is, but I cannot wait to get started on that one for you for next week. But that is it for now. I'm sending you all love and I hope as always that you are taking care of yourself. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. 